ನಮಸ್ತೆಶ್ಚಾಕ್ರಿಪಾಸಿಂಧುಭ್ಯಚಾ ಪತಿತೈಷ್ಣವೇಭ್ಯೋ I am very grateful to each and every one of you for being here this evening to celebrate and offer our heartfelt gratitude to his divine grace AC Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada Recently while listening to a recording of Srila Prabhupada he said that true knowledge is surrender he quoted bhagavad gita bahunam janmanamante gyanapamam papadyate vasudeva sarvamiti samahatma sudurlabha after many births and many deaths of cultivating knowledge of practicing religion yoga when one actually comes to the platform of true knowledge one surrenders to vasudeva knowing him to be the cause of all causes and all that is such a great soul is very rare this according to krishna and bhagavad gita is definition of a mahatma one whose knowledge is culminated in sharanagati in surrender shila prabhupada taught us this principle in his words and in his life in 1922 he received this instruction of his guru maharaj which was the will of shri chaitanya mahaprabhu and all of our acharyas in guru parampara to take the message of krishna to the world anajala duta when just about to enter into the united the united states of america propod wrote his prayers to krishna they were prayers of pure surrender what is surrender we can get a real glimpse by studying the jala duta prayers
why have you brought me to this terrible place? I'm here to do your will, Krishna, because it is the will of my guru. He has ordered me to come here to give your words. Unless you give me your words, no one can understand me. Unless you give them the ability to understand, I cannot do this. I'm your puppet. I'm an insignificant beggar. That was the mood he entered America. The mood of surrender. He felt confidence because he had the instruction of his Guru Maharaj, he had the holy name and he had, he had these crates of Srimad Bhagavatam. But it is that surrender that is the very essence of the Srimad Bhagavatam. It's a scripture that highlights surrender in every story. The Pandavas surrender. Parikshit Maharaja's surrender. His mother Uttara's surrender. Dhruva Maharaja's surrender. Ambarish Maharaja's surrender. Prahlad Maharaja's surrender. And every day the Brijabhasis were surrendering. In every way. If a demon came, they surrendered to Krishna. Not for their own benefit, but for Krishna. They were surrendering to Krishna so that they could make Krishna happy, so that Krishna would be happy. When Srila Prabhupada was living in New York City, he really had nothing. And all of his attempts seemed to fail. He wrote to someone in India to get some donation to build a temple. And he found the place and he was so happy about it. There's actually a lecture in between the time he sent that letter and he got the reply. This person was excited. He said, yes, I'll build a temple for you, but I need permission of the Indian government to release funds. He did not get permission. So there was nothing. Prabhupada was kicked from one place to another. He didn't give up. And ultimately, in a, in a dirty little corner of New York City, he got a tiny storefront that was all broken down, 26th Second Avenue. And Prabhupada declared that to be the international headquarters of the International Society for Krishna Consciousness. He just wouldn't give up. I was recently with one of Srila Prabhupada's very dear beloved servants, Pradyumana Prabhu. 
he was telling me, it was around 1968, that Srila Prabhupada, his visa for America expired. He had to leave the country and he went to Canada, Montreal. And the devotees were trying so hard month after month after month to try to get another visa for Srila Prabhupada, but it was being rejected at every stage. So when months passed, Pradumana Prabhu was there with Prabhupada. He said, Prabhupada called the president of the little temple in Montreal and said, if I can't get another visa for America, we will make Montreal the international headquarters for ISCA. Because it appeared he'd never be allowed back. And it was something very real. Nothing discouraged Srila Prabhupada. No material circumstance. He was willing, his, he went to America to start his movement. If he's not allowed in America, Montreal, Canada, that happens to be where he was, will spread Krishna consciousness from here. And somehow or other, you know, devotees were scrambling and trying to do everything and with the help of Allen Ginsberg, who kind of knew how to do things, he had lawyers and Prabhupada got another visa. And he returned to the little storefront in 26 Second Avenue to carry on with the movement. But it was quite a long time. During this time, he had strokes. He had heart attacks. Devotees were joining. Some of them were leaving. Prabhupada was not discouraged. He was surrendered. Whatever the physical situations, whatever the successes or victories, his life was to give Krishna consciousness. His life was his guru's heart. This year, one of the most important books about Srila Prabhupada will hopefully be released. It's about, it's about Srila Prabhupada and his lila of years of heartbreak and struggle in Juhu, Mumbai. No one else can write this book like His Holiness Giriraj Swami Maharaj. Because he was there from the beginning to the culmination. Years passed. And everything seemed to be going the wrong direction at every step. Srila Prabhupada had a handful of help 
helpers, followers from the West, practically no one from India. They didn't know how things worked here. They were easily swayed by situations. There was poverty, they had no money. Most powerful people of the city, both in the media, in the government, in the mafia, were all totally against Prabhupada's temple being built there. But Srila Prabhupada, at the very beginning, he put the deities of Radharas Bihari in a little shack and made a promise to them. I'm going to build the temple for you here. And at every step, even all the devotees, practically, they were convinced this is not the place for the temple. It's too far away, there's too much resistance. They were even agreeing with the people who were against Prabhupada. But Srila Prabhupada, what was his power? What was his strength? He had no money. He wasn't so famous. His strength was his knowledge. And what is knowledge? Surrender. Radharas Bihari, I'm yours. Guru Maharaj, I'm yours. The heart of bhakti is this surrender. We could think we know, but Krishna tells us very clearly in Gita, yegata mam prapadyante mamavartmanumartante manushya paratasarvash. Krishna tells, as you surrender to me, I reveal myself accordingly to you. Knowledge, Veda, is to know Krishna. And Krishna tells, you can only, you know me in proportion to how much you surrender. So we could quote slokas, we can cite histories, we could accumulate many people who adore us and follow us. And those things can be something very um, valuable, but they don't help us know Krishna unless there's surrender. Krishna reveals according to Sharanagati. And this was the essence of Prabhupada's devotion. Because in bhakti, prema, love, is the surrender of our hearts for the pleasure of our beloved, of Krishna. And that was, Srila Prabhupada demonstrated that was through the order of the spiritual master. <clears throat> we have heard this story when Prabhupada was in Shantipur and he told that Pujari, my Guru Maharaj has given me an impossible instruction. 
69 years old, he had nothing. Only a little ticket on a cargo ship. He said, my Guru Maharaj has told me to spread Lord Chaitanya's message in the English language all over the world. Prabhupada never met an American in his life until he reached America. Even the captain of the ship, Pande, he was an Indian gentleman. He has given an impossible mission. But Prabhupada surrendered. We, we cannot imitate that. But the very basis of bhakti is that example. We put our own conditioned ideas, desires, in harmony, not that we leave those behind, because we can't. <laughs> we have our natures, gunas and karmas, we have our conditionings, but we harmonize all of those in the spirit of surrender. Samsidhiradhitoshanam, for Krishna's pleasure. Srila Prabhupada, as has been said today at the closing chapter of his physical presence in this world, he especially focused on giving us the urgent understanding of the need to cooperate. This idea of unity in diversity. There were times when Srila Prabhupada would say that when his devotees were fighting with each other, it would cause him great headaches and disturb his translations. Why did, I, why did he say that? He's transcendental. Why would he get headaches? He's transcendental with compassion because his headaches were not <clears throat> what was happening to him. He was getting headaches because of what he saw was happening to us. And how what was happening to us would affect our capacity to give Krishna to the world. His headache was a headache of compassion for every every living being who is, who he wanted to be a candidate to receive Krishna consciousness. Srila Prabhupada, on the disappearance day of his Guru Maharaj, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasati Thakur Prabhupada, would often say, I am entrusting this mission to all of you. Unless we unite on the higher principle of surrender, <laughs> putting Krishna in the center, 
putting the instructions of Śrīla Prabhupāda in the center of our relationships and in our lives. You see, surrender is not according to our interpretation. Surrender is according to the standards that Krishna has given us. And that's why Guru Parampara is so sacred and important because it gives us a very clear understanding of what surrender is. If we open our hearts There was a talk of Srila Prabhupada that I recently heard. Where Prabhupada was speaking to Allen Ginsberg. And they were talking about devotional service. And Prabhupada asked Hayagriva Prabhu to read the 26 qualities of a devotee. They were reading. He was reading each one, one after another. And there was compassion, there was expert. Then there was the quality sane. This is one of the 26 qualities of devotees. You're sane. So Allen Ginsberg started laughing. You could hear it in the tape, but even Prabhupada laughed. And then at the end of the list, Allen Ginsberg said, since I'm chanting, he was chanting Hare Krishna since 1962, publicly in America, Mahamantra. He said, since chanting Hare Krishna, I feel that I'm making progress in all of those, except I don't think I'm sane. And if any of you would have read any of his writings, you would definitely agree with him. <laughs> he said, I don't feel like I'm any, making any progress being sane. And Prabhupada, you could hear him smile. He said, no. He said, it's the quality of a devotee to be insane for Krishna. <laughs> so he was encouraging him. In every way he was encouraging him. Prabhupada said to him, you are, in a certain part of this conversation, you are blessed by Krishna in a very special way. You are not an ordinary person. And Allen Ginsberg said, I don't deserve to be spoken about like that from you. And Prabhupada said, no, I know you are not an ordinary person. You are blessed. And Allen said, well, I did recently give up smoking cigarettes. But that's only because I got in an auto crash and my doctors told me I had to. 
He said, but I do still eat meat. So what do you say about that? Prabhupada said, you come and bring your friend, Peter. He said, you come, both of you, come and live with me in Brindaban for three months and you will forget all about eating meat. Srila Prabhupada saw the potential in everyone and he had such deep faith in the process of Krishna consciousness, in the association of devotees. One devotee who was having really a hard time, Prabhupada wrote him a letter and said, because you sincerely chanted Hare Krishna in Vrindavan, Krishna will deliver you. How Krishna delivers us is in Krishna's hands. That faith was his surrender. His surrender, even after accomplishing so much from nothing against all odds in every way, was he would tell us, it is all the mercy of my Guru Maharaj. He has done everything. And then Prabhupada would become emotional. He said, it is all because of all of you. You have done all this because you are representatives of my Guru Maharaj. Surrender is so sweet, it's so beautiful. It's so all-encompassing in the path of pure devotional service. It's where we give our hearts to our gurus and Krishna. And Srila Prabhupada wanted us to give our hearts to each other. So many of my god-brothers and god-sisters have departed from this world. At Govardhan Eco Village we have a shrine which is a memorial for departed Vaishnavas within our own congregation and among Gaudiya Mat leaders as well as Srila Prabhupada's disciples. Just a few months ago I was by Krishna's grace, I was at the bedside of His Holiness Gunagrahi Swami Maharaj, who in his surrender to Prabhupada brought so many people to Krishna consciousness. He departed from the world. Srila Prabhupada's personal secretary at one time, the last time I saw Srila Prabhupada, Pushta Krishna, Swami was Prabhupada's personal secretary. We could talk so many stories about him. He just passed away from this world. So truly, and we, we see how 
many of Srila Prabhupada's direct followers, whether they had physical association with him or not, they surrender to give their lives to assist him, trying to follow in his footsteps against all odds. And really, the whole idea of parampara is not just the parampara of Diksha Gurus or Shiksha Gurus. It also can be expanded of the parampara of devotional community built on the mercy, the grace, and the knowledge of the Diksha Gurus and Shiksha Gurus. But that is being entrusted to the next generation. and all of you to lead an example wherein you can entrust it to the next generation. And that's going to be dependent on the example that you give, the example of this sweetest, most beautiful of all qualities, surrender. Sharanagati, Krishna, I'm yours in any situation. Ahoitaki aprati hata, without motivation and without interruption. Srila Prabhupada, in developing this movement, he was interrupted in every way his health, the people around him, the circumstances finances, he was constantly being interrupted. But his spirit was never interrupted. That is surrender. Just last week I was in the country of Ukraine. And it wasn't a festival, it was just kind of a regular visit. There was well over a thousand people, about 1,500 people there for all the lectures and all the programs. When they have festivals, there's like 12,000 people. So enthusiastic, simple people. And I was just thinking, what was the seed that gave these people what to speak of Lithuania and Latvia and Russia and Kazakhstan and Uzbekistan. There's hundreds and thousands of people becoming devotees in those countries. At one time it was all the Soviet Union. Srila Prabhupada wanted to give them Krishna. Because the instruction of his Guru Maharaj. <laughs> he was surrendering. It was the will of Lord Chaitanya. And he tried again and again to try to get a visa, but he kept getting denied. And finally, from here in Mumbai, he got the visa to Moscow. And when he was in Moscow, he was constantly being 
under the surveillance of the KGB. He wasn't allowed to do anything. He was allowed to just go and meet Professor Katowski in his office. I don't think he was allowed to even give talks to his students. He just went there to just have discussions with him and a few other professors who were total atheists. He wasn't allowed to do any programs, to do anything in public. But he went there for a mission to plant the seed of pure devotional service behind the Iron Curtain. And he met one boy that Shamsundar Prabhu happened to meet on this street. How does that happen? How does that one boy happen to be on the street when Shamsundar's walking around? I don't even think Shamsundar was wearing a dhoti. I don't I have to ask him. Why did that boy approach him? I guess he just saw he was an American or something. But he brought that boy to see Prabhupada. And Prabhupada had two days to make him a devotee, <laughs> to inspire his heart with the mission of Lord Chaitanya. And how that boy, Ananta Shanti Prabhu, how he had to surrender against all odds. one of the two most powerful nations on the planet. He was underground against their laws to talk about love. <laughs> it wasn't legal. Srila Prabhupada, in his books, They can only be understood properly according to our surrender. And that's so much the message within his books. Krishna reciprocates. And when Srila Prabhupada sees us trying even if we're little babies on the path of bhakti with our little baby steps, if he sees that we're earnest and sincere, trying to imbibe that spirit, then Srila Prabhupada is so pleased with us. He's so grateful to us. He showers mercy and showers blessings upon us. And that's who we are as a community. A community where so many of you have made some steps in this mood of trying to put Krishna in the center, taking shelter of the higher power of Krishna. Bhaktivedan Hospital was closed for about a year because of great impediments. But somehow they adjusted because they were surrendered. And now it's better than ever. Radha Gopinath Temple has gone through a, 
serious upheavals from its first beginning to some years later. But because those of you who were here, because of your surrender, because of your cooperation, because your faith in the higher power and being willing to give yourself to that higher power, it's developed so wonderfully. Govardhan Eco Village, Gopal's Garden, every project we have has had so many impediments. And at every stage there's going to be impediments. And today, there are many impediments. Impediments we never dreamed of when we started this temple and we were so small. Now there's so many people. What to do with all of you? <laughs> and there's so many projects and there's so many people becoming empowered souls. How to keep a community? And, you know, in our domestic affairs of marriages and in brahmacharyashams, wherever there are, there's, there's crises, there's difficulties, there's tragedies, there's health, people dying. We've lost so many wonderful of our devotees. So impediments will be there. They must be there because it's the material world. But surrender is to keep that higher principle there, to somehow or other. Srila Prabhupada could have told Allen Ginsberg, you are insane. <laughs> the Prabhupada said, oh, it's very good. You are insane. You can be insane for Krishna now. <laughs> You're insane. Dovetail it toward Krishna. Prabhupada, as it was said, he didn't compromise. But his surrender and his compassionate opened the doors for all of us into the spiritual world. So at this time, within our community here, within our movement, there's impediments, there's challenges, that always kind of seem impossible. And we could feel like we just want to give up. What can I do? Too much this and too much that. I don't want to be involved. But Srila Prabhupada taught us by his life he taught us the life of all the people of Srimad Bhagavatam, all the great Acharyas, all the great people. He taught us their spirit. That whatever difficulties are there, whatever we have or don't have, the spirit of surrender, the spirit to please our gurus and Krishna is always in the forefront of our lives. This gift 
Srila Prabhupada has given us. He's given us his books and he's given us as our founder, Acharya, the example of how to how to get Krishna, how to receive true knowledge. And I'll conclude with Srila Prabhupada's statement, knowledge means surrender. Doesn't mean what we know, it means how we love Krishna. This is Prabhupada's gift. My sincerest, humble request is entrusting this gift to all of you to share this knowledge with each other and with the world. Thank you very much. Shiva Prabhupada Ki Jai.